Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn Theory Support Call. This call happens at this time, which for me is 6.40 um, Pacific Time, 7.40 Mountain Time, 8.40 Central Time, and 9.40 Eastern Time. Thrilled to have you along with us this morning. For those of you that do not know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon, welcoming you to the call. And as I said, these calls happen Monday through Friday at this time. If you ever miss these calls, you can pick them up on an application called SoundCloud by putting, or wherever you get your podcasts, by putting in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and Tier 90, or Frank Lomas and Solutions, the Digit for Anti-Aging. These calls should should could well pop, excuse me, pop up. With that being said, if you ever miss these calls or you're listening to this in a, oh, excuse me, podcast, got the hiccups this morning, then if you dial into 712-775-8972 and when it prompts for the conference code, put in 910022. You could join us live, and we would be thrilled to have you with us. As I said, this is a TR90 support call to help support your efforts with your TR90 program. When you're first starting out, it is that one really lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals. Taking your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal if it's possible. If it's not possible, do take with your meal. still works, just not. Super as effective as it could be if you could take it beforehand. Take um, getting seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day, and the closer you can get them to their original state, the better off you are because they give you macronutrients, micronutrients, and fiber. Fiber helps in two ways: one with satiety, which is that feeling of fullness, and also with good digestive health. And when I say that, guys need about 45 grams of fiber. For that, ladies, we need about 32 grams of fiber for that good digestive health. You should be getting seven to nine hours of good quality sleep a night. Um, that really helps do a multiple a multitude of things. One of which is it um, stores your memories, it sets your brain up for making really good, clear decisions for the next day, um, clears out toxins. It just it just doesn't want wonderful thing of many different things. Getting 30 minutes of medium to heavy exercise at least five days a week. And that can be whatever exercise you choose to do and program. Find something that you really love doing that you look forward to um, is a huge key to that. But if you're exercising moderately to heavily, you need to make sure you're staying plenty hydrated. And the current thinking now is at least one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. And you can lose up to a quart of body moisture in just an hour if you're exercising heavily. So you'll need to adjust your hydration levels um, to offset that. As I said, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon. Welcome you to the call. Yesterday I was sharing why it was really important to... Um, why it was really important to include TR90 um, to include soy into your diet. And with that being said, I'm going to jump into why soy 
it might be helpful for your thyroid if you're having some thyroid dysfunction. So this book, this information is coming from a book that was written by Stephen G. Pratt, MD, and Kathy Matthews, and it's Superfoods, Healthstyles, Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Life for the Rest of Your Life, and as Dr. Pratt says, many people ask him about soy and soy thyroid dysfunction. In general, adequate dietary iodine seems to be protective against soy's occasional potential for promoting thyroid hormone abnormalities. In addition, epidemiological studies show that soy consumption may reduce the risk for thyroid cancer. Derek didn't want to skip that page. So how much soy should you be eating? Well, and it's difficult to figure out how much soy is beneficial to health because many consumers look for amounts of soy isoflavones in their, on their food, soy food labels. Unfortunately, some foods don't list isoflavones. Some others list isoflavone amounts but that are inaccurate. And some foods list isoflavone fortification and Dr. Pratt does not recommend relying on added isoflavones. There isn't enough evidence to confirm the long-term safety of isoflavone-fortified foods. Here's the key to shopping for soy foods. Check the protein content on the label. In general, the best way to learn the isoflavone content of a food is to rely on the listed protein content. The protein content of the food is closely linked to the isoflavin content. You can get the benefits of soy with as little as 10 grams of soy protein a day. For example, one quarter cup of soy nuts has 15 grams of protein. While soy nuts are high in calories, most people love to eat a scant quarter cup while relaxing at the end of the day. And that's all it takes to get the benefits of soy. Some of his patients love soy foods and others do not. Whether you enjoy a tofu stir-fry or have no interest in cooking with soy foods, you can enjoy the benefits of soy in your diet. Many people aren't aware that there are a variety of ways to enjoy soy, and here are a few ideas. Soy milk, which is made from soybeans that have been ground, cooked, and strained. A wide range of varieties is available in the supermarket, including aseptic packages, which will keep for a long time, or fresh, or even fresh-flavored soy milk. Some people find the fresh soy milk available in the dairy cases tastes the best. Try a few brands until you find one that you like, as there's quite a wide variety in flavors. Soy milk can be used as a substitute for cow's milk pancakes, muffins, and cakes. Soy flour. It is made from the ground whole, whole ground soybeans. Use it as a supplement to supplement other flours and increase the protein content of breads, cakes, and cookies. One quarter cup of soy flour has 8 to 12 grams of protein. As it contains no gluten, it can't be used to replace white or wheat flour entirely in baked goods. Use it in quick breads by substituting up to a quarter cup of wheat flour with soy flour. When baking yeast breads, replace two tablespoons of each cup of wheat flour with soy flour. Soy nuts. 
They are soybeans that have been soaked in water and then baked or roasted until they are lightly brown, toasty, and crunchy. They're high in protein, isoflavones, and soluble fiber. However, they're also high in calories. One quarter cup of soy nuts contains 136 calories and 15 grams of protein. So limit your intake. Read labels carefully when buying soy nuts. Some varieties have lots of added salt, sweeteners, and oil. Uh, this one's my favorite. Ariame are the green soybeans in their pods. You can find ariame in many supermarkets in the frozen foods section. To prepare ariame, briefly boil the pods in lightly salted water. They taste like slightly sweet lima beans. And kids in particular enjoy popping the soybeans from the pods into their mouths. A cup of shelled edeame contains about 23 grams of protein. And tofu. Tofu is perhaps the best known soy food. A white cheese-like food that can be made from curdled soy milk and shaped into blocks. Tofu is available everywhere. You can buy it firm, extra firm, soft, or silken. Firm tofu is good for using in stir-fries and soups. Or it can be broiled, grilled, or baked because it quickly absorbs marinades and flavorings. Even those who don't like tofu in dishes will enjoy silken tofu in smoothies, dips, dressings. Tofu is perishable, so check the expiration date on the package and keep it in a covered container in the refrigerator and change the water that it soaks in daily. Tempeh. Popular in Southeast Asia, tempeh is made from fermented cooked soybeans and other grains and flavorings. It has a nutty flavor and can be added to chili, floppy joes, or burritos. Or rinse and cut into patty-sized squares, warm in barbecue sauce, and create a tempeh sandwich. Miso. Oh, this is one of my favorites. Miso is a soy ingredient that is gaining in popularity in North America. It adds flavor, depth, and incremental amounts of soy isoflavones to foods. It is a staple in Japanese cooking. A fermented soybean paste, miso, is made when soybeans and various grains such as rice or barley are cooked and cooled, then inoculated with a friendly mold allowed to, and allowed to culture. Miso ranges in color from pale yellow to dark, rich chestnut brown, and in flavor from sweet to salty. The lighter misos are sweeter, fruitier, and more subtle, while the dark misos are hearty, robust, and complex. There are three kinds of miso. Shiro miso, which is the white one, Aka miso, which is the red one, and Awase miso, which is blended plus a variety, many varieties within these categories. Experiment with the various types of miso. Like vinegars, they are adaptable to di different cooking uses. Miso keeps well in the refrigerator for several months. Always use a clean spoon to remove some of, from the storage container. And when used raw in dressings or cold preparations, miso adds a healthy bacteria to the system just as yogurt does. If mold forms on the surface, just scrape it off. It is perfectly safe to eat. Miso is high in sodium, 
So use it sparingly as a salt alternative and avoid using additional salt when preparing a dish using miso. Mix a scant tablespoon of miso in a cup of warm water for a simple, healthful stock for a vinaigrette or a marinade with delicately complex flavor. Combine two tablespoons of miso, a mix of two types is nice, with a minced shallot, a half cup of fresh lemon or lime juice with the zest, a quarter cup of extra virgin olive oil, and black pepper. Allow the miso to steep in the liquid for five minutes to soften and then whisk until smooth. So if, if you're looking for that um, part of the recipe again, so, vinaigrette or marinade, two tablespoons of miso, and you can mix two types if you desire, a minced shallot, a half a cup of fresh lemon or lime juice with the zest, a quarter cup of extra virgin olive oil, and black pepper. Allow the miso to steep in the liquid for up to five minutes to soften and then whisk until smooth. So here are some quick ways to get soy into your diet. Use soy milk in place of cow's milk in baking and on cereals. These are both good ways to get your children to eat some soy as most don't even notice the difference from the cow's milk. Sprinkle soybean sprouts on salads and tuck into sandwiches. Add soybeans to soups and casseroles. Keep some soy flour on hand to mix into pancakes cakes, and other baked goods, and add pureed silken tofu to dressings and dips. Uh, one of my favorite brands is the Mori, M-O-R-I, dash new, N-U brand. You can actually get them in the aseptic packages, and they're shelf-stable for quite a long time. Um, many of the uh, Japanese and Oriental or Asian grocery stores will have those. Um, and sometimes you can even buy it by the case and just have, have it ready to grab a package or two when you need it. So with that, I may, well, I may have time to, to add in these last two recipes. Um, creamy cilantro dressing, two cups of cilantro leaves, one teaspoon minced fresh garlic, an eighth cup of water, and one ten and a half ounce package of silken tofu, one tablespoon of lemon juice, a tablespoon of reduced soy, sodium soy sauce. Put the cilantro, garlic, and water in a food processor. Blend, process until blended. Add the tofu, lemon juice, and soy sauce, and, re, and process until smooth. Pour into a bowl and cover and chill for at least two hours. The other is a creamy tofu dressing. It's a good mayo substitute for sandwiches and it will keep in the refrigerator for about a week. You take one five and a half ounce package of silken tofu, one tablespoon of balsamic vinegar, a tablespoon of honey, a teaspoon of prepared horseradish, a half teaspoon of finely minced fresh garlic, and a dash of dried mustard and freshly ground black pepper. You combine all the ingredients in a blender or a food processor and process until smooth. Adjust the thickness of the dressing to your taste by adding a teaspoon or more of water. Pour into a bowl and cover and chill for at least two hours before using that. 
helps um, everything to meld together and marry together really well. With that, this is Susan Mann from Portland, Oregon, signing out. At the top of the hour, one of our leaders will be sharing some information on how to build a new skin business, if that's something you're interested in. And I'm going to take us off mute for any questions or comments you may have. I hope you have a great day. Tomorrow we'll have Frank up, and I'll be back on Thursday. So some ways to get soy into your diet and why it could be good for you. Hope you enjoyed that. And if there's no other thoughts or comments, I am going to go ahead and end the call. And have a